Hello, and welcome back to Next Scene Pod, the podcast taking on pop culture one scene at a time. Happy holidays. I'm your host, Sean. And with us, as always, is me, Brian. <laughs> That's your cue. Um, and joining us today, we have a couple of very special guests. We have Jonathan and Tabitha Carlisle. Welcome. Hey. Hello again. Th- thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah. Thanks, so thanks excited for about on. Christmas music time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that time of year again. The Christmas uh, Christmas music, the Christmas movies, and and this year we've got we've got a humdinger. We we put it up to the listeners. We had a little poll, and uh, the votes were loud and clear. It was pretty much a landslide <laughs> for uh, for Home Alone yeah. too. So yeah. um, that's what we're here to cover. Um, before we get into it, a little bit of bookkeeping in case you were expecting something else. I know we. We had teased um, a, a different fall season. We were supposed to cover some buddy films, uh, Rain Man, Things Change, and Midnight Run. We had um, some production issues, um, so those will be postponed. We will cover those films. Those will be the first three films that we cover in 2022. So just a little change up there, unfortunately. But we are here to talk about Home Alone 2. Uh, Home Alone 2 was... Released in November of 1992, it was uh, two years following the the release of the first one. It um, had an opening weekend gross of 31 million dollars. Went on to a worldwide gross of nearly 360 million on an estimated budget of 28 million. So, uh, pretty successful as far as uh, films, uh, Christmas films, and and sequel so uh, so did okay and uh and we're here to talk about it and i think we don't um we don't need to discuss whether or not this counts as a christmas film do we do we all <laughs> we, we generally agree um, i think we all agree yeah you know home alone 2 uh the grinch die hard all christmas movies no uh <laughs> you know no, no discussion necessary there so um yeah so uh we're covering it up now. We're doing it a little bit longer. I know when we covered Home Alone, we did it in six parts. So we're going to be doing this in eight parts from uh, from early November through to the week leading up to Christmas. Um, and that's because this film's a little bit longer. It's about 20, 20 minutes, almost 20 minutes longer than the original. Um, and we've got, so we opened following the Fox fanfare. We get the our same old John Williams score and we get credits and uh, the, the gang's back together. We've got John Hughes uh, writing and producing. We've got Chris Columbus directing. We've got Macaulay Culkin as Kevin, uh, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, John Hurd, Catherine O'Hara. Um, all, all get credits above uh, or before we get the title of Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Um, so does this get you excited? Just the very beginning hearing um, this is actually this this number is called The House um, is the name on the soundtrack of this bit of score. But it's John Williams. It's very Christmassy and it's very, um, you know, it's very Home Alone, right? Mm-hmm. It's very Home Alone. <laughs> you could, yeah. I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I didn't do my homework exactly. I, I'm wondering if you could just take or you know the the first movie because we were on the first episode of the first movie as well mm-hmm. i'm just wondering yeah. how much you can just like take our audio and just put it here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah this movie this is like 
those sweatpants and sweatshirts that we want to wear this time of year. It just feels good. It keeps you warm and we love it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Forget yeah. It. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I forget if it was, um, if it was Chris Columbus or John Hughes that made the comment that this was practically a remake, you know, almost more than a sequel that it follows a lot of the same beats and this opening section um, you know, and I kind of wonder, I haven't dug too deep into it, speaking of homework, of, um, you know, how much John Williams actually wrote the score for this film versus how much they just recycled from the previous. Um, I think all the music in this opening section, we've got, you know, this 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 opening bit with the, the bells that are very Christmassy. Um, and then later when they, uh, you know, when the family sleeps late and they're running around and there's that hectic um that hectic section um you know all that is just straight from the first film and a lot of these beats the you know the the manic household running around the night before um and everything that follows um i think the um you know we've got the uh a little bit of a holiday concert we've got the christmas concert um in the middle of the section today but otherwise like everything is just straight out of the original Mm-hmm. So much so that I actually I have uh, twelve images where I did a side by side with Home Alone One and Home Alone Two. <laughs> Not that they're exactly the same shots, but but just you know what's what's the difference? Uh, they do a lot of the same beats. Um, there are a lot of shots that are the same, uh, you know, same angle, same character. Mm-hmm. Um, but the very first one I got, I didn't bother too much with the opening credits. The first one I got was just the the first live action with the house exterior. Which mm-hmm. is actually the exact same shot. Um, the, it's it's framed a little different, but the way the lights are hanging on the trees outside and stuff, there's no way it, they reshot that. They just use the same exterior. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got to be. I mean, the whole thing is basically like like we've been saying, it is a remake. But that's it's. I mean, it's not a great movie, but you can just it's <laughs> so watchable. I mean, it just, and yeah. I think they really, I mean, it was lightning in a bottle, the first one, yeah. even this one to a certain extent, everybody's back, you know, just enough time went by. It's not like Kevin's looking like a 40 year old man in this, you know, it's, it, it, everything just works again. Yeah. I know yeah. as we're watching it and, you know, they're just doing all of these callbacks, you know, these things from the first movie. I was like, I should hate this, but I don't really hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it and it does get different. Just in case the you know if, if you know the listeners, if you haven't seen it for a while and you're wondering if it's you know if it's so much of a, a remake or a retread, why are you why do you love it so much or why are you covering it? And I'll say like it's the worst part is really this opening section, but once um, and this is once they get into it the. Uh, you know, they actually get separated. There, there, it does kind of diverge from the original a bit. Um, you know, this I think this first section is the worst offender, but that it's you know that's something that I I'm going to keep an eye on as we go through the whole film. Is um, well, one as we know, you know, we we talked extensively um, during the first film is the John Hughes setup that all the so many of the little things in the opening section end up paying off and, and kind of come back later. Um, and then the other thing we'll be keeping an eye on the direct callbacks to the first film. But uh, so they, there's a bit of a divergence. There are some differences. Actually, this is the 
Um, and one difference is this is the only film in the Home Alone series where the child is actually not left home alone. Um, <laughs> they actually ends up uh, in New York. Um, I'm assuming everyone listening and, and here has seen it, so I'm not worried about spoilers. But so so Kevin actually ends up alone, but not home. So uh, so there are going to be some differences, even if they're not. Is Home Alone 3 called uh, Back Home Again? <laughs> <laughs> it should be. It should be. But it's not. I think it's just Home Alone 3. Yeah. What is the German called? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Home, Home Alone, Alone 3, 3 is the other kid. Yeah. Well, because that's the one. It's not. It's not Kevin. But then Home Alone Four, yes. they go back. Then it is Kevin and the same family, but different actors. Oh, yeah. Right, and that's, that's one. That's Home so Alone, fun. Yeah, and then that. Yeah, that one's just Home Alone, or that's Home Alone Four taking back the house, and then Home Alone Five is the holiday heist. Yes. Um, <laughs> they have issues in their neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> they do. So I think Home Alone Three is the only one that is just. Home Alone 3 that doesn't have like a, a subtitle. Uh, but we'll cover that. Maybe that's next year. Maybe we'll do Home Alone 3 next year. We'll see. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So speaking of kind of, you know, callbacks to the first film and similarities, we've got most of, you know, most of the original family is back. There's a couple of the cousins um, that are replaced. Like literally, I think two of the actors are replaced. Otherwise the, you know, it's the whole family is, is, uh, is the same as back. And we've got some additions that we get in um, the opening credits. We get uh, Eddie Bracken as Mr. Duncan. Um, I don't know if like, I wasn't familiar. Is that a name that popped out to any of you? No, not to me. Mm -mm. Yeah. I mean, if I hadn't, like when I saw him, I, I, I thought he's, um, He's Wally. He's like Wally from Wally World in National Lampoon's Vacation. That's kind of mainly where I, I didn't recognize. It's one of those things like I recognized the face, but didn't know the name at all. We've got uh, Rob Schneider will show up later. And also, so the, um, we also have with, you know, kind of special credit with Tim Curry, which is always exciting. Always love yeah. to see that name uh, starting up a film and, and him bringing his brand of wackiness to uh to the Home Alone world. Yeah, I uh, forgot that they were yeah. in it. And so we just watched our minutes for, you know, for tonight. We haven't watched the whole mm -hmm. thing for this season yet. And so mm -hmm. seeing Rob Schneider and Tim Curry pop up, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot they were in there. I'm excited to watch the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, watching the beginning credits a few different times, every time Rob Schneider's name popped up, I was like, am I watching the wrong movie? I'm like, oh, no, no, I forgot. He's in the movie. One yeah, of his better roles, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I don't know how many people have seen his other stuff, but it's not that good. No, yeah, I was gonna say, like, I'm not, I'm not a Rob Schneider fan at all. But he's, it's a small part. He's restrained. It's like just the right amount of Rob Schneider. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Chris Columbus. He's good directing kids and. Um, and Rob Schneider. <laughs> it's a, a good little niche he's, he's worked out. And again, the house looks amazing. You know, it's basically the same thing, but it still looks great. I mean, it's just, it's great. You're back in the world and loving it. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so we cut with the, after the credits. We we cut to a scene very familiar, as as, as John has pointed out, as Jonathan pointed out. It's um, yeah, probably the the just the same shot from the first film where the house is lit up. I mean, this would make a Griswold proud. Um, just every you know they haven't covered the roof, but every every window, every door is just every bush is just covered in white lights. Beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. And then we cut cut from the the peaceful, serene exterior to the bedlam that is going on um, inside. And again, the um, back to the the John Williams score and just the 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 voices over voices, people running around, getting ready. Now this is a mix, so they're getting ready for the trip and. As we'll see, they're getting ready for a holiday concert at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which is right. crazy. But yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's the holidays. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it's, is. It's, it's the holidays. And it's also a, a, a different time. I mean, one of the, as the, the kids are running past, some of the lines we get is, I don't care if I age like an old suitcase, I'm getting toasted. <laughs> I guess this is, I guess uh, skin cancer hadn't been invented yet. In 1992 or something. <laughs> it's kids just don't care. Mm-hmm. Most kids yeah. don't care. Um, so there's subtle ways. They're like some of the the exposition. So this is letting us know that this time, um, instead of Paris, they're going to Florida for Christmas. Is the uh, their destination? And I like there's a couple things. Buzz says something. Nobody nobody can order a pizza in this house except me. Um, just kind of reference to the the incident, um, kind of the the incident that kind of kicked off the whole all the troubles in the first film with uh, with the cheese pizza or lack thereof for um, for Kevin. And there's Before also we get his coke. yeah we get Fuller running by drinking his coke and uh, Uncle Frank easy on the fluids pal the rubber sheets are all packed <laughs> <laughs> and of course the infamous talk boy. Yeah, let's get into that. So Kevin is watching Celebrity Ding Dang Dong <laughs> <laughs> um, with his talk by. And now this was quite a big deal. Do you, I know, are you, are you guys old enough? Do you remember the talk boy in the early 90s? I, I believe I saw this movie in the theater mm-hmm. because of the popularity of the first one. And... I kind of have a memory, like the talk boy was the only thing that I really brought out of the movie theater with me, not physically, but like, like I was, I was enamored with it in the possibilities. <laughs> yeah. I did not have a talk boy. We just had a boom box that we would record things on all the time, but I didn't have any kind of portable, portable talk boy to take with me. And it's pretty cool. I would have loved that as a kid. Yeah. Now, Brian, so you were kind of in the right age. Like, you would have yeah. been... Did you have a talk boy? No, I didn't. I didn't have one. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, it's... I should have. Yeah, you should have. Or maybe, yeah. I, but, <laughs> I mean, I remember, yeah, kind of the same thing, having, like, a boombox or a portable stereo, you know, portable cassette player that had a microphone and could record. But uh, mm-hmm. I didn't... Yeah, I, didn't, I think I was a little bit old by the time the talk boy came. And so this... the The model that's in the film that Macaulay... Um, got to keep, got to take home with them. Is just um, doesn't actually work. It's a prototype. Now they ended up doing a 
um, kind of toy tie-in. So this did come out. They did co- eventually come out with the Talkboy for sale. They just didn't have it when they uh, at the time of filming. And it kind of so the in Christmas '92 when the film came out, it didn't really go anywhere. Like it didn't really sell a lot. But what happened was uh, the next year when the film came out on video on tape for home video that's when it really got big and this was like the hot toy to get for christmas 93 and the company kind of didn't um the orders were really low like no one anticipated because it wasn't new usually they're looking for what's the hot new thing and they got kind of caught off guard and they had a lot of trouble keeping up with demand and you know places were selling out they'd get new stock and then sell out within an hour um, when it came in, by the time '93 came around again, because it wasn't it wasn't a new toy, but it did get um, the home video release kind of spurred it on. And then there were like spinoffs, like so they had the Talk Boy, and then they had a they had a Talk Girl, which was pink because I don't know, like you know, the voices are different; they have to have different recorders or something. <laughs> I, <don't> know, but... <laughs> I mean, as far as the movie yeah. goes, great setup again. The first one had great setups. This one does too. Yeah. So you know, I, this yeah. is kind of one of the first of the setups is, is yeah, you know, in, and we get this nice kind of demo, which, and it kind of, it seems kind of natural, right? That's like a, a little kid with a recorder would do this, just kind of mm-hmm. recording random things and playing them back. Absolutely. Right. Was it, was it a feature of the talk boy um, that, you could immediately replay what you just recorded or is he just so good with it that he can rewind it exactly to, you know, he knows how long he recorded. And so he can rewind it exactly to that point. I don't remember. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't remember the actual toy. If it was a feature that would just replay the, the clip. Probably. Yeah. Not. yeah no, I, I think that he's just doing it. I think, I think one of the features was though, like it would slow the tape down. Like there was a setting where you could slow it up or, 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 sp- or have it speed up when it recorded and then play back at normal speed. That would make like the voice lower. Um, I, that we'll see later. I do think that like the, the changing the pitch and the speed that that was a feature, but in terms of the playback, I think he's just, you know, from, uh, he's just that good. Yeah. He's just that good rewinding and and playing back and everything. Um, we saw, it's like a little bit of, um, Oh, sorry, go ahead. But I was going to say, or he's just that annoying because you know that he was doing that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, especially when is he, he, you know, he's his mother's Kate's talking to him and he records his answer and plays it back. And it's she's, she's right there. She heard you answer. She don't have to play back. Um, this seems like an early Christmas present that he would have had. I mean, it's pretty, pretty nice. New gift at Christmas time. Maybe they got some of their gifts before they traveled. So yeah, yeah have to take everything with them. Or maybe he's always sassy at Christmas because maybe his birthday's not that far before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so it like it doesn't have that special quality because it's always kind of seeps into the holiday season. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this does definitely stand out as sort of a, a special item that would have been either a birthday gift or a Christmas gift. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're not bringing all the gifts or any gifts um, on the trip. So they open them early while they're home. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, especially with traveling. They're just like, here, take a gift. 
Right. And this this would be something you'd have fun with on the trip. Right, you know, keep right. you occupied. You could open this one. Yeah. You said this movie came out two years after the first one. Is that this is there any consideration for how long between the time frames of the movies? Like in the story? Is it two years? It seems like no. It. It's oh. it's inconsistent because there are a couple times well like when um I thought it was a year. I thought it was it's a, year a year before. Yeah, when when Kevin's getting on yeah. a plane on the plane. Well, and I think Kate says it when, you know, when Kevin gets banished to the third floor and Kate comes up and she says, um, I guess she doesn't say last year, she says the last trip we took. But when yeah. when when he's getting on the plane, he definitely says, "Oh, I can't get separated from my family that happened last year and it mm. wrecked Christmas." <laughs> yeah, there's a but so there's a couple times where Kevin references last Christmas or last year, but at the same time, I think I think there's one point where he says he's 10, where he was eight in the original. So somehow he's aged two years in the one year since last Christmas. <laughs> or they just leave him every year and they just didn't make Home Alone one and a half. <laughs> Home Alone age nine. <laughs> yeah. Parents, they got to go to some parenting classes or something. <laughs> How to not lose your child. The biggest reason I asked was because if you look at the uh, the side-by-side of the, the foyer, they actually use, I mean, the detail is incredible because they have the same wallpaper, but it's shifted. So that means the the family re-wallpapered all of their walls, but but they 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 moved it. Oh. They re-wallpapered, but with the same paper. Maybe they just the had a lot left paper. over from last time. Yeah, could be. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. I mean, I think we have to get back to, and this is something we, we, we talked about, you know, significantly in our coverage of Home Alone. And I don't know if, if we're going to get how much more information we get here, but what is it that Peter does, the father of this McAllister clan? <laughs> what does he do for a living? Because, and I don't, I don't think it was explicitly stated that he paid for the trip to Paris, like that he paid for everyone. But it's definitely said a couple times that he's paying for this trip. So he's mm-hmm. got, you know, his seven people, husband, wife and the five kids, plus his brother and sister-in-law and their five kids. So 14 people and he's paying for everyone. And he's an idiot. Right. I mean, just to put it bluntly, I know, I know that this, you know, there's there's certain words that we can't use anymore. But I think idiots. I'm not sure what, how else I can say it. I mean, he doesn't know, he doesn't know what outlet his alarm clock is plugged is plugged into. <laughs> he doesn't know to check on the alarm before he goes to sleep at night. He doesn't know to not give the youngest of his children <laughs> the bag that has all his money and credit cards. Right. Now, to be fair about the alarm clock, that's not his side of the bed. No? Yeah. No. I, I, I have a side-by-side just... side for that, too. There's you... always a side-by-side. Side. Oh, because <laughs> when they get up in the morning, yep. when they alarm, yeah, she's on mm. the alarm side of the bed. The Maybe, with as far as what he does and the money, it like we talked about last year, she might be the one that makes the money. And it could just be like when Uncle Frank refers to your dad's paying for the money, they pool or paying for this trip, you know, they pool their money together. Mm-hmm. Patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. 
and it's just assumed like, hey, your dad's paying for the trip. So, yeah. you know, it, it could be could be some of that. And she she's the one that makes all the money with her designer business or whatever she does with all the mannequins. Or he's <laughs> money laundering and hiding it all behind the wallpaper. Oh, that's pretty good. Maybe the wallpaper is the money. I don't know. <laughs> he, could, he could join the wet bandits. Like, he's just <laughs> not that bright. I would have OCD in checking my alarm clock, checking all my stuff. Like, I wouldn't put Kevin upstairs. I'd be like, you're glued next to me, and that is it. Like, I, I would be double-checking everything. Yeah, um, and I, they yeah. do kind of do that, right? At some point, I don't think in this section, but... Or no, maybe it is in this section. Doesn't she, doesn't the mom go an extra step, like kind of seeing where he is? Yes. The vans, when they're counting. In the van, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then she wants to wait at the plane when they're getting on, but they're like, just go, right. go, go. We'll make sure everybody gets on. It's like, that's not how making sure everybody gets on works. But <laughs> but they do it anyways, and she goes ahead instead of actually making sure that the kid that they forgot last year at least makes it on. Forget I mean, a new kid this him. year. Yeah. I, I, but you know what? I think they actually pull it off pretty well. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a little forced, but it, it kind of works. <laughs> oh, it's still fun. Like, I'm not saying it's not fun. It's just, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> come on, I mean, parents. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah, the way they, they split them up, it's all very, well, except for, the you know the worst boarding agents and airline employees ever um <laughs> is all kind of believable the, the thing where a little kid is just focused <laughs> on the wrong thing like he's got to fiddle with the batteries in his talk boy when like that's just not a priority right now like that's that's something everyone yeah. does of all ages yeah. but especially like you know especially a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old is like do you have to do that now um and then he's just you know, he's going to lose track of the family and he's going to see someone who looks very much like his father from behind um, and is going to follow him. Though speaking of the patri patriarchy, so he's he's yelling out for dad and he's following someone he thinks is his dad. He never yells out for mom. He never looks for any of the other rest of the family. He's just running after dad. But we all know dad is completely incompetent. Um, <laughs> But that's so, yeah, so he might, you know, that a kid might get distracted and then a kid might just follow someone that he thinks, uh, you know, is his father. That that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not uh, if you're holding your kid's hand. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would. I mean, he's uh, I was going to say, like, he's he's small. Enough. Like, couldn't they just pick him up? I mean, I guess he's. Yeah. I mean, at. at at nine or ten, he probably weighs what you think like sixty pounds. <laughs> I don't have children. I have no idea what what children weigh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But running through the airport that fast with a kid that size would be hard. But you can hold their hand and drag them through the airport. Yeah, especially fast. if you left them oh. home alone last year. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think they They're probably thinking like, "We got him to the airport. We're safe." Right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, now, safe enough. Oh, Sorry, no, I, was just, I was just going to go back to the another awesome setup piece in the shower. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uncle Frank, of course. Yep. yep. Scarring him for life. I know. Like, <laughs> lock your door, dude. It's not even shut. 
No, the, yeah. door, the door is open. Mm-hmm. But Which this, is crazy. This has to it's like see-through shower curtain, and the, <laughs> the door's partly open. <laughs> it's like. But but again, I mean, it, it comes back. You know, it's for a reason. He records it. He uses it later. I mean, it's it's another great piece of setup. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, yeah. that doesn't explain why Kevin's tie was in the bathroom. <laughs> right. And why is Frank showering at this point? Oh, Frank it does looks whatever like... he wants to, whatever yeah. he wants to. Frank does. He, isn't Frank he showering wants. before the concert? Yeah. Yeah. But like, why didn't he lock the door? That's <laughs> why didn't he lock the door? He's probably yeah. that kind of guy. Like, I don't think he's like a creeper, but he's probably that kind of guy who would just like pee with the door open. And if someone were to accidentally walk in, he'd just be like, hey, what are you doing? You know, it's like your fault yeah. that you walked in. Right. Me. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a yeah. pervert. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's not, I don't think he's like waiting in there for you, but like, he's creepy Uncle Frank. He's not waiting there. He's creepy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He, he, he is kind of setting it up so that he can complain about what you did, but he created the situation. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but the cool so, yeah, thing so... is really funny. <laughs> Him singing in there. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you guys sing in the shower, guys and gals? I don't very often because no. I'm not that great of a singer. But um, so, yeah, not too often for me. Yeah. yeah, and I know it's like it's like a place to it's a place to do that, I guess, because people think you can't hear them in there. I don't know. In our house, you can hear everything. So, yeah, so that doesn't well, especially really I mean, the way Frank is belting it out with the door open, yeah. I'm sure the whole house can hear. I mean, I'll do it <laughs> if, you know. Like if there's no one else home. If I know no one else can hear me, and I don't, I don't sing loudly if I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah, I think just because of you know this, someone might record it and play it back later and <laughs> terrorize a, a concierge. It right. could save their life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You could save a life. <laughs> yeah. So we've had. I wonder the the age of this house. I mean, if we're gonna give him any credit at all. I wonder if the door is cracked open because maybe they don't have like an exhaust fan or something. So he's kind of mm. letting the steam out just so it doesn't get too foggy and moist in there. Maybe. Humid, I guess. Could be. Could be. Could be. There you go. All, all that right. wallpaper will fall off. <laughs> well, even, yeah, they've got, even in the bathroom, do they have wallpaper? Every Everywhere in this house, there's wallpaper. Yeah. So. Oh, I bet their bathrooms are carpeted. Yuck. Nice. Do we see? I don't think we see the floor. That's no, you don't. That's, yeah, that's the worst. Not in the bathroom. But uh, yeah, we had a car- carpeted yeah. bathroom when I was a kid. Had it like, but that's impossible to clean, right? Yeah. I, mean, I guess you vacuum, but it <laughs> when it gets yeah. wet. Yep. Eventually, my parents took it out and put down linoleum. But yeah, we did it. We used to. Uh, there you go. Uh, I mean, you need a bath mat, but something you can yeah, you yeah had a clean or easily replace. Yeah, yeah. So put a bath mat on top of the carpet. Anyways, go on. <laughs> I mean, then I I have to again shout out to the to the production design. The next scene, the concert. I mean, school looks great. The concert looks cool. I mean, mm-hmm. everything is decorated completely in an awesome holiday decor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was just saying, Buzz is kind of a confusing kid, confusing brother, because he, I guess not completely, but like this with all the choir robes and everything, like you, we see him walking down the stairs with his robe and, and mm-hmm. uh, he's, he, I guess he's, he's probably that guy who does a little bit of what's expected of him, but he still takes advantage of it. Because like, you could see 
in a world where Buzz would like think the robes are stupid and he would like, you know, wear his robe in a way that he's not supposed he'd wear it backwards or something like that. I don't know. But no, I guess he, he kind of does hide behind doing what he's supposed to do when he's not doing what he's supposed to do. He's sneaky. Mm-hmm. That's what we're about yeah. to see. But yeah, he doesn't seem like the kind of kid who would be in the choir to begin with. Um, other yeah. than just as a setup so that no. he can embarrass his brother. Yeah. yeah. Maybe his parents made him be in the choir. Maybe all. No, that couldn't be all the kids. <laughs> That's their whole family. Maybe he actually <laughs> likes to sing. I don't know if he actually liked to sing, though. I don't know if he'd be doing that. He looks like one of the oldest kids out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did wonder, is this so we they show us like this is at a school is this a school concert? And does this mean Kevin and Buzz? Like, they go to the same school? Well, it looks like... I'll have to go back to maybe, the school. Uh, like maybe Buzz is held back a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of missed if it was like a Catholic school or something. Sometimes those are smaller. Um, yeah, St. Saint, Saint yeah. Gerard's. Yeah. So, um, so it could be a smaller school, you know, and uh the grades are small and they all go in the same building mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. possible although it's in chicago so that doesn't exactly make sense but it's possible right i mean this and they definitely says it's not you know this isn't a holiday concert it's a christmas concert right um, and the school being named after a saint so okay i was trying to figure out like maybe if like i know when when i went to school there were like there was um Elementary schools were up to fifth grade, and then there was a middle school that was sixth, seventh, and eighth, and then high school was nine through twelve. And for folks not in, not familiar with the the school system in the U.S., for ages, if you um, was if you add five to the grade level, so like fifth grade is ten years old, sixth grade is eleven, and and so on. And I was trying to think maybe if. If they're if they're like their middle school was like fifth grade through ninth grade, maybe Kev, you know if, if Kevin's in fifth grade and then Buzz is like a, a freshman, like a high school freshman in ninth grade, and that's one school, and then the senior high school is just 10, 11, 12. Um, but I guess it kind of or or I think it makes more sense if you just go with well, it's sort of a religious school with smaller classes, and it's all like mm-hmm. one through twelve, all in one building. Yeah. Yeah, the the music is great here. I, I don't know if you guys also like the actual chorus. Yeah, but I think it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's now, nice. I, now I didn't do any research on this song. Is this an original for the film? This is not. Uh, I'm, I wasn't familiar with this tune. This isn't like a, a, a traditional Christmas song, as far as I knew, or as far yeah, as I, I recognize. Okay. Yeah, John yeah, Williams original. I I don't think this is the one soundtrack I don't think you can really get anywhere. Mm-hmm. The original, of course, is everywhere. Right. I have yet to see like an actual soundtrack of this. Yeah, it's, it's probably just the Home Alone one soundtrack with like a two <laughs> yeah. tape on. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Home Alone um, mixtape. Yeah. So this is actually credited as um, my Christmas tree. Written by Jack Feldman and Alan Menken, performed by the Home Alone Children's Choir. Um, Interesting. Yeah, this may okay. be like the one original tune. I mean, I think you know. So, 
Yeah, I mean, most if not all of the score is repurposed from from the original film, and then we do get um, we get some other things like it. You know, towards the end, as the planes are taking off, we get some Tom Petty. Um, you know, Christmas, uh, Christmas yeah, time all some, over again. There's some like uh, just normal classic Christmas songs in throughout. Yeah, but I think yeah. So I think this is an original mm-hmm. uh, song, yeah, written for the film, and it's nice. I mean, there's yeah, it's, it's good, something different. Yeah, yeah, and of course, Buzz, a, you know, ruins everything. Right. Yeah, he does. Honestly, I <laughs> wasn't even paying very much attention to the song because. Buzz is so distracting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Buzz is distracting. Everybody's laughing. Which, 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 I mean, when they have the little trial in the next scene, uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny now. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's it's. I think it's funny. Uh, Kevin's uh, always getting dumped I, on. I don't yeah. <laughs> Poor Kevin. Yeah. And I kind of understand. They're like, shaking this one. Yeah, I mean, like, Buzz is going to be Buzz, and that's fine. Like, I don't think that's – the worst part is the laughing. Like, the adults in the audience, what's their excuse? They're supposed to be grown-ups here. Yeah. Well, sometimes things are funny. Just – okay, so knowing – we've been to a lot of kids' Christmas concerts, mm-hmm. and, like, there was one time that my nephew was dancing, and they were all supposed to dance a little bit, but he's, like, doing, like, this hip-thrusting dance that was so hilarious. <laughs> like, we we couldn't even help but laugh. So sometimes mm-hmm. things are just so funny. You just can't help but laugh. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they could try a little bit. Or, you know, the whole – it's dark in there. The whole performance might be a little bit kind of – rusty not moving along i don't know you might just get like not bored that's not the right word to say but i mean you've been there for a while and it's this is something kind of breaking it up and so people are just like oh something something different and, and you, right. so you just can't help it you just can't help it i guess yeah yeah boredom takes well, to laughter yeah i mean maybe bored is the yeah the bored. right word and you gotta figure like they're they're singing pretty well but that's for that's because it's a movie. In real life, we know the singing is not the, the quality yeah, of the performance is not right. great um, right. at, at this age. Um, and I don't know if this is. We don't know how long they've been here. Is this you know this is this like the finale? Is this the last act? Or you know, have, yeah, have they been here for an hour listening to a lot of the same old songs that they hear every year? Um, yeah, I mean, I know when I was in school, I was in the orchestra, and we had a. Uh, we do a you know holiday concert in December before the winter break, and it was th- the same songs, like mostly the same songs. Maybe one or two of the songs we'd switch up, but you were doing the same old holiday standards every year. It would obviously get old, so yeah, maybe they're just hungry for for any kind of change, and uh, yeah, Buzz so, yeah, plays some... into that. Yeah, yeah. Buzz plays, and then Kevin, of course, punches him. The whole stage comes down. Yeah, these kids just come it's down funny. like uh, like dominoes. It's 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 a funny scene. <laughs> I wonder if the parents wouldn't have been as angry if the piano player hadn't gotten uh, hit with the Christmas tree prop and knocked down. Like maybe maybe that was just a little bit too far. Maybe they wouldn't have come down as hard on Kevin if the piano player hadn't like flipped off the stage <laughs> backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Also, also wonder if uh, Buzz kind of 
threw himself into it a little bit. Yeah, he definitely looks like he's oh, playing he, it up a little. Buzz is absolutely selling it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, he's got a future in the NBA. He can flop with the best <laughs> of them. <laughs> and yeah, and then they go they go to the little trial next uh, next scene. It's it's great. The house again looks amazing. The house might look better in this. The interiors. They as much as they decorated in the first movie. When I was doing my side by sides, uh, maybe the, I guess the house has been pretty decorated the whole time. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of different scenes, like in the airport, uh, Home Alone two. Like there's just a little bit more decoration everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course Buzz lays it on, and Kevin, you know, takes the brunt of it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a, as they as they say that you know the key is sincerity, and if you can fake that, <laughs> you've got it made. Um, Buzz is gonna Buzz is gonna go far in life with uh, right, you know. and and again, it's like they it, almost the scene where he, uh, in the first one where he's like, "Look what you did, you little jerk!" It's like the same scene, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, you know it works. Yeah, and and you know Fuller gets a little bit more a uh, little bit more screen time in this. We could see like he's just he's a mini <laughs> Frank. He's growing up. He's gonna be just like Dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah. So so Buzz gives his, you know, pleas for mercy, uh, you know, gives his apology, and then they turn, it's like, okay, Kevin, it's your turn. I was like, well, what is what is Kevin apologizing for? You know, he was the one Buzz, I guess. Right. That was kind of self-defense. Yeah. I mean it wasn't his fault, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he created all the, the like you said, the tree. You know, the prop tree comes down on the piano player. Mm-hmm. It was just a disaster all around. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That I think Buzz should have had more. Uh, uh, he should have gotten in trouble. Like he should have had some reprimanding for what he did. Said <laughs> he just got away with it. They they do a good job of like writing for the characters and stuff because mm-hmm. Buzz, just, Buzz, it's always I don't think about it all the time, but the annoying things that Buzz was doing, if he had just done the candles behind the ears thing and only done that, then it would have been kind of subtle. And I probably would have found a little bit of humor in it because he wasn't going crazy. But then when he's like drumming on his head and stuff, I'm like, no, like you wouldn't get away with that at a, a pageant like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just now he's going now he's just obnoxious which is his character which right. is the way he's supposed to his be his parents showed shock out in the audience as everybody's laughing and they're just like oh my goodness i can't believe this is happening and that he's doing this but then it's like they forgot all about that once kevin pushes everybody down and the piano lady falls off the stage maybe they should get kevin in like a weightlifting class or something he's pretty strong <laughs> i guess so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can kind of see that it's the last action. If you know, if one kid hits the other, and then the the other kid retaliates and it's back, it's the second kid who who gets in trouble, or like Kevin in this point. Though so I would think Kevin would learn, like learn from Buzz, like just make the apology. You don't have to meet it at all, but you know, make at least half an effort to make it sound good. And that's and that's it. Then there's no punishment. You can get away with pretty much anything as long as you just, you know, have a sincere apology afterwards. Mm-hmm. And Kevin just hasn't figured that out yet. 
That's right. Yeah, but he's the he's the younger brother. If he does that, then that just means that he's you know Buzz is creating all the rules, and Kevin just has to follow Buzz's rules and do everything mm-hmm. the way Buzz does it. He's not he's not about that. Yeah, there's a lot going on with the family dynamics. <laughs> it's a very very complicated film. There's a lot going on. And uh, I mean, this is again where it starts to go. Um, it's the same shot. I mean, it's the same shots. Like- like you guys were saying, I mean, with the he goes to sleep and the the moon and the music. Yeah. So this time we 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 don't get like the lightning, um, you know, making the power go out. We've we've seen the uh, we saw Dad unplugging the the clock for that. But yeah. Yep. Um, so we get the we get the newspaper headline school of ex, ex um, exposition here as we see the wet bandits have escaped during a prison riot uh, with the pictures of Harry and Marv. But yeah, then cutting to the next morning, we get the same Airport Express uh, vans pulling up, hitting the same statue. Mm-hmm. That's uh, <laughs> in front of that, that, like everyone who pulls up hits this thing. And then the same thing, they did it again. They overslept yeah. and then the same madness running around the house. Although at this point, like you should be packed. It's just, and even I mean, I, even as an adult, like I'm half the time I'll I'll literally lay out like this is what I'm wearing in the morning because I'm not a morning person. If I need to get up early to travel, like I don't want to have to think about socks or anything. Like I'll lay out what I'm wearing at the very least plan, and particularly flying because I also I'm not a big fan of flying, so I want to make sure I'm wearing something comfortable. So like even sleeping late, I'm all packed. Uh, probably everything except my toothbrush. I'll brush my teeth and, and throw that in my bag, but everything else is packed. I've got all my clothes laid out. Like there's not that much to do in the morning, right? Right. No, not not the morning of. Yeah. So the, the yeah the morning before you're flying away on vacation, do you have like even if you slept late, would there be this much confusion? No. No. But I tend you know I tend to stay up too late the night before packing. Mm-hmm. And but it's all yeah. packed, so mm-hmm. and as we're looking at you know, it's again, this is like shot for shot kind of from the first movie, but it's like a warm blanket. You just, I love it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is it's, it's something that works, particularly for um, you know, the genre, the holiday film, you know, that's why we've got the <laughs> you know, the traditions of the same holiday fair. Uh, the movies we watch over and over again and the songs right. and the carols. Um, so this is, you know, this, you can kind of say it's, 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 you know, it's a new movie, but it's an old movie at the same time. Right. A new yeah. old yeah. movie. All right. But it, and, you but know, they the... make a little bit of, of an effort to, oh, Kevin's here. But then as we discussed, you know, the whole <laughs> running through the airport and, you know, he gets lost, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least they didn't, you know, forget him in the attic again and have to go, you know, go grab him quick. You know, he was already there. So that was a bit mm-hmm. of a difference. And and by the end of today's um, section, you know, the movie really does kind of start making its own way. And I, this section that we have today is probably the most uh, repeatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing is a big setup for... Yeah. You know, right. How could this happen again? Well, a lot of the things and the same things happen again. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, they 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 do kind of split up. And even the like the alarm clock and the sleeping late thing doesn't play as much into the confusion in them getting separated. I mean, I guess it, it makes them so that they're rushing through the airport again. So they kind of lose count of, you know, late for the flight and, um, and you know, don't have time to, to count all the kids. But, I mean, that could happen, um, you know, even if, even if you don't sleep late, just getting to the airport, there could have been traffic. There could, you know, any, any other things could happen where you get separated in a busy airport. I mean, you and you would think that uh, Kevin's mom though would uh, would need to see his face on the plane. I mean, that that you know, what can we say? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. When the 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 gate agent is just like, oh, we'll make sure everyone gets on board. Well, you don't know one like no actual gate agent would ever say that. Um, you know, would take you know take responsibility for someone else's family, but also they don't know who everyone is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> make sure everyone gets on. We don't even know well, who then, you are. And then when so when Kevin gets on his his flight, you know, so like, oh, your your family's on. He's like, yeah, yeah, my family's definitely on this plane. I saw my dad and they get on. And so the this is one of the planes where the door's kind of in the middle. And of course, the parents are flying first class while the kids are back in steerage. And Kevin's like, oh, that's my dad to the left. And then the flight attendant's like or the gate agent's like. Well, then you go to the right, like you go the opposite direction. Like, shouldn't she at least send him up the aisle towards where his father is? Yeah, yeah. she should have walked him all the way there. Yeah. I mean, at least you send know, him in the right direction. But And the icing on the cake is the guy next to Kevin who did, was he speaking oh. French in this? It, I mean, that just seals it. Yeah, <laughs> that brings the whole France thing back, I think, as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but I love when Kevin puts his headphones on. It's just like, all right, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, that's it. Yes, this is the perfect setup. This is it. Yeah. And that's definitely, yeah, definitely call back to, uh, you know, the first trip to France. And it, I, I thought it was interesting. One of the, the bits of trivia is if in the French language version, in the French dub of the film, they have the guy sitting next to Kevin speaking Spanish. Um, so they make sure. So he's still speaking a different language, but obviously they can't have him speaking French when everyone is, you know, when Kevin's speaking French. So they use Spanish as the language there. But uh, yeah, so Kevin doesn't know what he's saying, puts the headphones on, doesn't hear the flight attendant saying, welcome to American Airlines Flight 176 nonstop to mm-hmm. New York. New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that so. Uh, so I know Jonathan said he saw this film in the theater. I don't know, Tabitha, which, when did you first see this film? What's your history here with, with the Home Alone 2? I'm not sure if I saw it in the theater when it came out on video. Um, I remember that we watched this movie, but we definitely didn't watch it as much as the first one. But also if it came out in 93, you said? Right, like, uh, it actually yes. came out November ninety two, and then the home 92. video was in ninety three. So if we got it with like home video in ninety three, like it was only two more years, and I was off to college, so that probably explains why this movie I don't know as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I've seen it a few times over the years, but I remember that I watched it when I was younger, but or when I still lived at home. But uh, yeah, that first one we watched a lot. But when I last, I think last year or the year before, we watched this with our kids again and we hadn't watched it in 
I don't think we'd ever watched the second one with our kids. And um, I was like, this was a good movie. This was really fun. I don't know why we haven't been watching this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's added to our list. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great, I, I, great start. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. start. And as we get into it, we'll see there's, you know, it's, it's so a lot of the same beats, a lot of the same things from the first film, but, um, you know, they add a few things. There's a lot that they added into to, to kind of justify the extra, I think it was like 17 minutes or almost 20 minutes that they added. Um, you know, we saw in this part, like the uh, the Christmas concert, that's a, that's a new bit. Um, we actually get to see Kevin on the plane. That's that's a new bit. And well, there's some other new bits. So it's not all it's not all retreads and reruns. There's some new stuff mm-hmm. here. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, watch more Christmas movies and watch the rest of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as we right. as we see uh, Kevin and the rest of the McAllister clan taking off to their separate destinations, we are we are taking off and departing from uh, this first section of the film. Any any final thoughts? Anything uh, you want to add, mm. Jonathan and Tabitha? I don't know. I already said I'm excited to watch yeah. uh, more Christmas yeah. movies. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I no. Yeah. I don't. Know about uh, Jonathan. It. It's. Uh. You know. I've. I've mentioned that it is a very much a lot like this. The first movie and a lot of the same beats and stuff. But yeah. Uh. When we did watch Home Alone two somewhat recently, then it. Uh, it's still a movie to watch. It. It. It wasn't really like. Oh, I, I should just be watching the first movie. You know. It, mm-hmm. It's like no, it is. It is kind of its own thing, but it's it's mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. character. It's the same family. So I guess you know they're going to do the same things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, they are consistent in terms of. I don't think there's any moment where one of the McAllisters does something and you say like that's oh, you know that's not Buzz or that's not Kevin, that's not Kate. Like they they know who these characters are and they stay true mm-hmm. to you know to what we've learned about them from the first film. Yeah, I think the only thing that that really went over the top for me was just the wet bandits themselves and Mm -hmm. and just kind of the replay value that we get out of them. I don't dislike the wet bandits, but just the setup for why they're even there and and all of that. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the only thing that I really get a little like that's a little too much, but um, it's still part of the movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, so I think that wraps it us for uh, for this part one of what I think is going to be eight episodes covering Home Alone 2. Um, so, uh, Tabitha and Jonathan, if folks want to hear more from you, um, what do you guys got going on? Coming up, uh, well, probably uh, coming out just a little bit before this episode comes out. Um, we are guests on Bat Minute. Um, they're going over... Uh, Batman and Robin, and mm-hmm. uh, we're guests on there, so that you can look out, look out for Bat Minute. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. Bat Minute's a great show, and uh, and you guys are great guests, so uh, yeah, definitely people uh, check that yeah. out. And I'll let Jonathan plug actual podcasts that he does. I just guess, so I I do other people's shows. <laughs> I don't know how it's an easy plug because I've been plugging it for a couple of years now because we just haven't done anything else on it. But UHF 62nd, it still somewhat exists and, you know, we haven't completely let it go. So there's, there could be more stuff coming. I mean, honestly, there could be more stuff coming because we have stuff that we just haven't released. 
whether we move forward or not, like we, there's still more stuff coming at some point. Wow. So there's like un, unreleased, like bootleg UHF 62nd bootlegs out there that may yeah. come yeah. out. So get it for uh, your kids for Christmas, folks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and I did some yeah. of that. So you can go check out. Uh, yeah, I did some of that UHF so folks can can check that out. Definitely. Um, and also, we've probably got, um, I guess, around now, our um, Brian and I, we did some of that Bat Minute. Yes, um, we did. So folks should, yeah. So just so check out over, Bat Minute. Yeah, just check out Bat Minute. Um, while, while, you know, because they're while you're waiting for us to return for our next part, you can do Bat Minute. When you're done with that, come back. And, uh, and then we'll do uh, the next part, the next scene of Home Alone 2, Trapped in the Podcast. Thank you.